a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Adam Peacock in for Dobbo, who's overdosed on fairy floss at the Ecker in Brisbane. Oh, mate, no, uh, no, 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 those, mate, like those waffle, mate, it's mate, it's a disgrace, that guy. <laughs> Gordon mate, Dallas, how are you? What have we got coming up the, before we talk? The incinerator Dobbo's not with us, but you know what? <laughs> Pain guy, going to boxing. Yes. How good. What are you beating my five? I'm going to pick the top five. Ooh, here it comes. Footy talk, Adam Peacock alongside Gordon Tallis, face-to-face. New Mate, South Wales, Queensland, in the same room. It's this so is good. outstanding. And the footy talk is maroon and blue, which was, the I think it was one of the original kangaroo jerseys. Was the original kangaroo. Remember because when they had Queensland, the centenary yeah, match? Queensland yeah. and New South Wales combined to make the team. How it's good. Beautiful. We're together. We're, we're as one. We're Australia. Together. Like together. All on the Matildas bandwagon. We're the all Tillies, as one I call them. I call them the Tillies. It's pretty good, isn't it? Mate, and I see you on TV. <laughs> I watch you on TV. <laughs> Mate, I saw, uh, I saw you on the coverage on TV. <laughs> that was Alan Langer in Townsville. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, knew I'd, I knew I'd get you laughing. <laughs> Let's talk about a team that's um, always on the TV and usually on the 6 o'clock news and we're not talking about when they're actually playing footy because they're a soap opera. And on it drags on with mm-hmm. the West Tigers. So this story reported by Michael Chamis, who knows the West Tigers inside out, Jamie, and uh, Adam Pengel. Pengelly have broken the news that uh, Tim Sheens will step down as coach and Benji is parachuted into the gig probably a year before time. What do you think of this idea? Well, it's a question for Benji. I think that he's still learning his craft, you know, mm. but now he's going to be in the spotlight, has done two interviews this year. That's part of it. You know, if you talk to anybody when they become a head coach, the coaching takes a back seat. It's managing the players. It's, you know, they've had a breakup with their girlfriend, this, the contract negotiation. So Kevin Walters, mm. right, the last month, could you imagine him with the pain has situation and keeping mm. the dressing room and you know, keeping pain, mate, are you okay? So there's more to coaching than… X's and O's. That's it. So I think, Benji, it's a, it's a short apprenticeship. Mm. I don't know whether it's a good one. That's just me. I mean, so like then I'm a firm believer, so Sam Burgess is doing it the right way. You've got to go own your own team. You've got to go coach. Yeah, yeah. If I sat as an assistant coach, this is my theory, if I sat as an assistant coach at Melbourne Storm, I've won six. Mm. If I've been Wayne Bennett's assistant coach, I've won six. If I've been in Penrith's assistant coach, I've played probably in the last four grand well, Yeah. Like the last four. But then look at these assistant coaches at Bulldogs, look at Bellamy's at Storm or whatever, they don't always transition into great coaches. With Benji though, we don't know how close to a head coach he's been this year. You're like Because they have kind of bunkered down around him and they've let Sheens take all the bullets in, in the public with the media. But we don't know day to day. But that's what Benji's got to take now, yeah. right? So he's going to have to go get the old vest on, the old bulletproof vest, because take it, because that's, cause that's going to be part of the role now. And all those questions and, you know, it started already, you know, that why isn't he facing the music? Why isn't mm. he there? You know, his relationship with Scott Fulton, well, they're all going to be there. So Benji... He's going to have to address those. He's going to have questions that he doesn't like and he's going to react emotionally to. That's an art in itself, how coaches See, and then that's the only part of the Benji puzzle that I don't know because it was that Fox and we used to sit and I used to do Friday night footy with him. I'd do, mm. you know, Thursday night and we'd sit there and he's articulate, he knew the game, but then as soon as he became coach, he jumped out of that chair and was, because of the questions and don't ask me about that. Well, that's what's going to happen, mm. Mm. you know, and you look at Wayne Bennett and he doesn't always get it right mm. and this is a guy that has sat in a – 
press conference for 50 years. Mm. You know what I mean? So his experience and Tim Sheen sitting there and even Tim gets flustered at times and you see Ricky Stewart, his emotions and it's warts and all. So that's the part of Benji's puzzle that I don't know are uh, the coaching side of it. You can't teach a Shetland pony to win the Melbourne Cup. You know, Bart mm. Cummings only had Melbourne Cup winners when he was training them. So <laughs> Is Benji a thoroughbred or a little Shetland pony well, though, when it comes to footy? <laughs> well, I'm just talking about his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah. like, them, we've always spoken about them off the field, but we haven't really got into, you know, how they're going to perform on the field. And maybe Benji ball, like we saw it with the Ashes, you know, Baz ball, or maybe Benji might play a certain style of footy that's going to help. And, mm. you know, it was under Tim Sheens, but now it's Benji's reins and, you know, he can pull the whip at any time, but good luck to him because he's a great follower and he's mm. added so much to the game. But that's the questions now. I'm not going to ask him because I don't go to press conferences, but I know that Wish that's… Wish you did. Jeez, you'd be good in a press conference. Oh, mate, I would have loved to ask Ricky a couple oh, more. Man. And then Wayne in Perth. I said, Wayne, <laughs> mate, why don't you like him? Because he's got dreadlocks and he's got board shorts on. He's from the West and he doesn't really know who you are. So your big power of gun, mate, what do you know? And he just goes, what's this old cranky bloke doing? Grand Turismo. Is this Clint Eastwood? Get off Sitting my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> so that's what it was about. But, you know I mean? But that's a… But that's a see, so Wayne in Queensland and that he's got that power mm. yeah, and everybody gets intimidated and they go because he can embarrass you but even Wayne I'm pretty sure Trad he's his old man from up there Trad McLean yeah tragic we call him yeah he's tragic. a rangy big back row by himself he, he's big unit but he's been around Wayne for a very long time so what I'm saying with Benji is I reckon a really important role at that club would be a, a really media. savvy media commercial yep. marketing not so much commercial marketing but kind of PR guy yep. or, or woman to get in his ear before those press conferences and say, hey, yep. here's what the room is feeling like that you're about to walk into because it's really important because then he can kind of get into his head yep. what's coming. Because if think, he's surprised by questions, that's when emotion yeah. gets out. Yeah, and I reckon go ring Ricky Stewart mm. right, and sit down with him for an hour. Go mm. have six beers with Ricky, Craig Bellamy, Trent Robinson. Go get all their, you know, what's happened because – I know that they get shitty with journalists. Now that I'm on 360, I hear a bit more. And well, you that, are one now. Well, no, 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 please. <laughs> Put your manners back in, Adam. Sorry. That was Sorry, my Tom God. Cruise moment. <laughs> Put your manners back in, Pete. No, it was, um, no, I'm never a journalist because they've gone to university to, to get those degrees and they make phone calls. I don't always give them my opinion on yeah. whether it's a club fan, but, you know, I know that coaches get shitty and, and, and they have a right to. You know, Wayne Bennett's doing a lunch for me next Next week, um, young Joseph, the Titans guy, and I rang him and said, mate, is there anybody that you don't want in the room to interview you? <laughs> he goes, mate, I get on with everybody. You know that. I just don't invite that fucking bloke and don't invite that bloke. And I said, bored. okay then. I said, no, I said, those two won't be invited, coach. <laughs> uh, but with Benji, the, the big question is, and I guess we won't know until we sit here and talk about the West Tigers in 2024, is is he going to improve him? Are they going to take steps I, forward? I hope so. Just mm. so Gordon Tallis's hat, mm. as a fan, Kevy Walters and the Broncos, to me, something is just right. Mm. When Manly have a Manly coach, there's something just right. When Jeff Tuvey's sitting there, you know, their toughest mm. ever player, there's something right about that. When Ricky Stewart's in the Raiders box, there's something right. You know, like I think if Benji can get the West Tigers, like they, you know, like then he was a big part of their you know, 05 grand final. Mm. If Benji's sitting there in the Tigers and he's there and he's the leader, there's something right with our game, I believe. You know, mm. so um, hopefully, hopefully it is. And even with, you know, Fitzy at the Sharks, well, his dad coached there. So there's a, yeah, so Alan, like, you yeah. know, like 
you know, like there's a nice fit. There's a and connection, Leno yeah. played at the Dragon. So so then that part, like that romance in our game is back. I hope Benji's really successful. I hope the Tigers win the comp. Mm. It would be massive for our game. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, the, the, uh, the biggest sleeping giant going around, aren't they? Well, mate, Tigers, I remember, maybe, see, so, mate, my dad's a North Queenslander. It was one of my favourite ever grand finals. Uh, didn't get to spend too many grand finals with dad, but he came down, North Queensland. He's a North Queensland fellow. We went there and he loved Belmain. Mm. So we went to the old pubs in the rocks and we went as a father and son yeah. to that game. It's one of my favourite games. And I just remember the gold, like that beautiful orange. It was just an orange stadium. Yeah. And that's when I realised, well, the West Tigers have this following and, mm. you know, it'd be it'd be massive for the game if they can turn it around and I hope Benji does. Like, I really hope that he does. Just on Kevy, you, you mentioned there, Kevy, about being a Broncos person and pushing that club forward, back forward. We kind of forget now with the way that they're playing week in, week out, it wasn't that long ago that he was severely under the pump and he was copping questions. Only with people that didn't know. Only from people that didn't. He always had that backing Fuck, there? Mate, I trust that guy with my life. Mm. Kevy Walters as a player is unbelievable. So there's secrets, but he told Alf what to do. Like on the field, he's mm. like he was the one. He's he's the he's he was, he the, was the mastermind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Alf so was just I have off no the top doubt. of his head. No, no. And- oh, Alf, Alf, yeah. Alf's a Alf's a player. Don't worry that. Don't worry that. Alan Lang is having his career without Kevy. There's no doubt. Instinct. But Kevy's yeah. brain on where we're going, what we're doing, how we're playing, what we're doing. This is not right. This is this. Uh, the passion he played with. He's <laughs> mate. We have this run, and it's at the back. It's at the gap. It's eight and a half k through the mountains. It's tough. Is that the hill? It's tough. is that the one that Wayne Bennett used to do with his team? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevy holds the record. Does he? So who would have th- thought that little fat bloke with freckles is <laughs> mentally tough? And there's not a place. So people talk about, you know, when you watch Tedesco turn up. Mate, you go back through any footage that you want when Kevy's in a team. If there's a break, mate, I guarantee you that he's he was as good as Terry Lamb. He's one of the best support players our game has ever seen. It's interesting then you look at Kevy and Alf, how they lead their life as well. So Kevy's become the coach, the brains of the Broncos and Alf is the trainer and the life of the party and still on the vodka Red Bulls after big victories. So and <laughs> that was pretty much when we were playing. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Mate, um, I remember one game, like we went and played at Cronulla, I'll tell Kevy and, and uh, you know, it was like, oh, mate, Wayne was filthy, you know, because we went and we always struggled at Shark Park. Mm. Right? Maybe because we had the dress clothes in there, we're going straight to Carmen's <laughs> and all these straight after the game. Wayne probably couldn't put his finger on that, but like, but like we always struggled at Shark Park in the dark. Shark yeah. Park in the dark, the Broncos struggled. It was a Saturday yeah. night. Bad lighting ground. Bad lighting yeah, yeah. ground. It was yeah. always a bit wet and dewy and the wind would blow in and it just wasn't a Bronco. Buzz in his shark star- scarf from the King Wan just Buzz giving was, it to you. Yeah, he's... mate, Buzz was sitting there with Al's <laughs> dad, you know, cutting up jerseys and ScoMo was there, but he was, but well, like he was a no, bloke he wasn't. on the side. Back of the side. then, he was still a rugby union fan. He wasn't. Oh, there, right, he wasn't in the show then. Well, someone else was there. Someone important. Hey. Anyway, so they beat us, and Wayne Bennett goes, "Mate, you're not going out. You're this, you know." <laughs> well, then we've gone back to the hotel. We've gone up in the room. We sort of got our mini bars and a few of the other sort of sort of mid range. And I was a mid range yeah. player. Then we went and had a few beers, Thorny and Webby. We just went and drank mm. our mini bars, and then. You know, we go down for the bus in the morning and the cab rolls up at about 8 o'clock and out rolls Kevy and Elf. <laughs> this was after we got, we had strict instructions from the big long neck that we weren't allowed to go out and that song had just made a hit back, you know, tragedy. Yeah. A tragedy. Da, 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 yeah, it made a comeback. So then they've got out of this cab and they go, tragedy. When your halfback's fucked and your 5'8's fucked, it's tragedy. And they just walked through singing. And Wayne was angry but you couldn't stop laughing at him, right? So... So yeah. then basically we've gone through a bad loss, but they just made it fun. And then that's why yeah. I love playing with them. And then you thought, oh, yeah, that. And Did Wayne, you win the comp that year? 
Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> the go. next week they're both, you know, because I think they just needed to go, you know, have yeah. a chat to see what was going wrong. And and many of the occasions like they'd walk past myself, Webby and Thorny go, geez, I wouldn't mind playing behind that Bulldogs pack. Yeah. And we'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so they'd poke us and then Thorny would, and, and, and then Webby get the shit. And I'm like, mate, they're joking, but it just hurt you. Know? Like it was just, oh, mate, mate. A little skewer. Oh, mate, did you see Manly play the other? Mate, Kosef, what a back row. Mate, Menzies, geez, I'd love to pass him the ball. I'm like, you go, yeah, listen here. And Thorny. So, like, there was that part, but there was more the tragedy part too. But that's what I remember. With the Bronx, they're in the news again. Uh, Payne Haas, it's done. Yeah, right. always get the feeling it was going to end this way. Three-year deal reportedly worth 1.2 a season. Well, the insiders had spoke to people at the Broncos and they were quite confident because Payne has said that he wants to win a comp there. Hmm. He's actually – and Antino said that he wants to win. So when blokes like that tell you, no, no, mate, I want to win a comp here. Hmm. I'm not going to be satisfied until I win a comp and that's what he's driven by. It's sad that that Payne – and if it's his management because I've, I've shook Payne's hand a couple of occasions. I haven't sat down. I haven't had a conversation with him. But if he's painted that way – like I still remember he getting booed. There hasn't been too many Broncos players getting booed when mm. he was going to leave the club and it was all this. So so at the end of the day, you know, like, like you've got to live in the city, you know, and you've got to walk around. And your footy career, it can get cut cut short. And you look at Jarell Yee and not mm. that you're – put that but your career is no, very yeah, very short absolutely. so he's got a lot of life left where he's going to walk in jobs or whatever so um i think lord he does go a long way yeah in our game like i really do um, believe that so i'm um, look i'm glad it's done for the club i'm glad it's done for pain um i just hate reading about where we're blue collar and our fans go out there work all day and i'll say because i was on a shovel because i always put myself that um mm. if i didn't play rugby league mate i'd be digging holes and mm. You know, and they'd be good holes. They'd be perfectly round. They'd just be that deep. They wouldn't be that deep. <laughs> I wouldn't be that silly. But, you know, like then they're the people who we who pay the hard earned to buy yeah. our jerseys to do that. And that's who I feel sorry for. So especially when it's banded around that every week you're going to go somewhere and it's mm. a big shiny toy. And, you know, that's why uh, I'm just happy for Payne that his manager – has kept it out of the paper and now it can go away for three years. Because you said it could be a distraction. So for the Bronx. It could have been. Given that they've got a pretty good opportunity. No doubt year. it's a distraction. Yep. Right? Even when someone's injured and they know inside the group when they run out and play, but it's on Monday because, mate, your mum will go, hey, is Payne ass going to stay? You know, so yeah. all those players and then and they go buy their meat or they go buy their groceries or they fill up the car and they walk in because yeah. everybody knows who the Broncos are. And they'd be getting asked. Mate, I'm sure if there's a Broncos fan behind the cash register, he'd be asking questions, whether you're buying your bread or milk. So then that's a distraction. Yeah. It's not good luck this weekend, mate. It's, hey, mate, what's happening with paying us? And you go, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not so here. So there's questions. <laughs> yeah. So basically the distraction is you're getting asked questions that you don't know the answer to. Yeah, which is not handy. Not handy. Hey, Test football is back. This has come out of nowhere. Like So – this week, we've had the the Vegas – oh, that was late last week, wasn't it? Vegas all of a sudden happens. Locked How in. good. And now we've got a, a thing that's been kind of lingering around. You're wondering – it's not in the forefront of everyone's mind, but it is a bit of a shame out of a, a pretty good World Cup over in England. Like, okay, the uncertainty around uh, national team rugby league. So we've got a Pacific Championships for men's and women's in October and November, 23 and 24. Australia in the men's will play Samoa. And New Zealand, Australia played New Zealand twice in the women's. There's a few other nations yep. involved, so it's everyone involved. This has to grow for rugby league, in my opinion, because yeah, you've absolutely. seen oh, – you're never going to get to the scale of a, a football World Cup. 
but it's something to be enjoyed and something to be savoured. We don't need to. We've got to enjoy being rugby league. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you talk about the Rugby World Cup. Like, I know a couple of guys that have played for three different – like, Craig Wing went and played for Japan, for Christ's sake. You know yeah. what I mean? So we can't make it like that, but we got to make sure that this is our niche and if it's the Pacific Islanders – and I hope that when we go to Vegas, you know, like, I hope that we do tap into the talent there. Yeah. And I'd be, you know, in the next 20 years – like, who would have thought that a girls' soccer game would sell out a stadium? No. 20 years ago. For seven years ago, the Matildas were playing the curtain raiser for the Socceroos in Melbourne. There you that go. That was seven years ago. There you go. So, 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 you know what I mean? So you it just got to keep quick if you get it right. Yeah. So you just got to keep on going. And obviously, women's sport, especially like, mate, I'm proud of what's happening in the NRL because my sisters are older than me. They've had games of NRL. And what Katie Page and Rebecca Frizzell and like, because I sat on the ball with Katie and, and they've driven, but it's been such a slow burn probably because of the money situation. Mm, like, definitely. world soccer, it's probably. It's probably got billions and billions and billions. And but so they can just, been a struggle for that as well. So they can just throw money at it, yeah. right? Where like then we've had to grow it and then a talent. So I'm all for it. And then the more I watch Tonga and Samoa and those Pacifica sides play against each other, hmm. the more I love rugby league. Like I still remember the flags when they played. They beat England. They beat Australia. There's a um, Conrad Hurrell. over in, yeah, in Auckland. Mate, Conrad Hurrell's got the, got the tattoo of the score on his leg. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like then there's moments there where – yeah, you know I mean, and it's yeah. a bit like now, like a young girl's going out and watching Sam Kirkick. Like, then that's what it is. So you need dreams. Like Wally Lewis come to Townsville when I was twelve, mm. and Winner Manly played against North Queensland Marlins. Mm. So I saw my heroes. That's the shoot. That's that's the role model part of it, or that's the bloke that you look up to coming to your own town. You can touch him. Yeah. Once you touch him, you think you can be him. Yeah, and I, I guarantee you, if they played a game between Samoa and Tonga at Bankwest Stadium in Sydney or Combank Stadium, whatever it's called now, you get thirty thousand there, and you'd have one of the best atmospheres in the history of rugby. And they league. play against, and then that's what we got to do. And then the reason why we do that is because they need to represent something. Because yeah, you know I mean, because obviously, yeah. like we see that, but if they have that jersey there, and that's their number one jersey, mm. how good would our, our game be? Because France used to beat Australia when England used to be like, mate, mate, when Australia's under the pump. And we're not winning, the country gets behind you. Yeah. When you win all the time, no, no, oh, yeah. Oh, it's expected. Bloke. Yeah. It's, it's expected. It's right? kind of skipped over. But yes. yeah, you get a, a. We love the underdogs. Yep. So look, I'm all for growing the game, and that's a start for us. So I'm all for it. It's incredible to think that it's the first time since 2017 the Kangaroos and Jillaroos will play on home soil in something like this. So it's been a while. We're going to take a quick break on footy talk, and we're going to talk about blokes who can throw a few. Ooh. I'm talking to one today. I hope he doesn't start doing it, but Tavita Pangai Jr. Going to be a boxer. <laughs> so, Gordy, I've got the impression that good on Tavita Pangai Jr. He's gone, you know what? I want to be a boxer. I could just drift along rugby league, pick up a check and go and have a few fights and stuff. He's gone, no, could I'm going to make both. that. He could have had both, but he's done the really, he's done the tough decision here. He's done the Anthony Mundine. Yeah. The only other bloke that has given up good money. I think Chock was on six or seven hundred back in the Solomon time. Solomon Amono as well. He did big it. soul. The he soul came train. back to rugby league, but yeah. it's a big so call to go yeah. and get punched in the head and try and make a living of it. Yeah, well, it's the toughest meterage I think in world sport. Yeah. A boxing ring, you know, like it'd be, you know, or any combat sport. There's nowhere know, to like hide. The UFC, yeah, there's certainly Literally. nowhere to hide. There's no teammate you can throw the ball in. There's no third man in. Uh, you might get penalised for a chicken wing. Whatever, <laughs> 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 made a hip drop, mate. Whatever it is, but yeah, look. Good you on him. And do you know, yeah, well, absolutely. Do you mm. know what? You just got to be happy in life. Yeah. And if he wasn't happy and the dogs have had a tough year and he is spoken about and they're like, then I've spoken to, spoken about him on 360. I said that, you know, it's okay to play the boss because if I was playing with Pango, I'd say, 
play the ball quick, mate. It's so important. That's the most mm. important. If you can charge in because you're such a big body, you're so powerful, you get between two, you play the ball quick, I'm loving playing with you because I'm coming off the next and I'm going to do the next. And then the more we can pull in, the more space for our backs. Yeah. I don't know whether anybody told him that. I don't know mm. whether he's playing with anybody who would say, hey, mate, pat him on the back when there's a quick play the ball. Because mm. when Shane Webkey, Petro, or Lazo did that for me, it was like a nugget of gold. Yeah, Because yeah. then they're not back 10. You can pick, you know, and if you get good timing, mate, mm. you hit the ball on the advantage line and then you look like a star. So he's making the blokes around him. He just probably wasn't getting the kudos for doing that. And, and, and then he'd try the big plays and then I said it and then to his credit, he rang me. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, yeah. And did then it? asked me about, you know, what was this, this year? Or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, probably about a month ago and, you know, he said he was struggling a little bit and, mm. you know, I told him to focus. I said, you got to have a bigger focus than yourself. Yeah, yeah. He said, what did you play for? I said, I played for my family. Mm. And that was, so then it takes away, you know, it takes away all your thoughts and it takes away you feeling sorry for yourself. You got a little injury. So you run out, you see your mum and dad in the crowd. That's you. That's something bigger than you can ever imagine. So it takes away all the noise. Mm. For me, that's what I'd do. I'd run out there. And then obviously, like when you play away, you don't, but I'd always ring mum and dad before I play. And then you get to the yeah. game and you got to focus. And mine was, I'd have a trigger. And it was like when I bit down on my mouth guard, it was like, boom. Okay. And then like, I don't know whether he could focus on that and just narrow it because yeah. all the great athletes have that narrow focus. Mm. And I'll put it like Tiger Woods, mate, there'd be something that triggers him and none of that noise. He would hear nothing. He'd lose his focus off the course a bit, as we found out, but oh, on who, the course. Mate, who doesn't? <laughs> hey? Hey? We won't go into that, Four. Gordon. <laughs> that was just one night. That was more than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah let me finish, did you? That was one night. Tavita. Do you think he'll find that focus though in boxing? Well, he has to now. Yeah. Right. See, so that's the thing. And the cynic in us, right, go, okay, well, he wanted out of the Bulldogs. Bulldogs were trying to squeeze him out. He goes, he gets a bit of extra cash. Yep. Goes and focuses for six months now. He gets fit. It doesn't quite work. June next year, he's had a couple of fights. I'm not sure whether I really want to go down this path. Mm. Redcliffe Dolphins, I've worked with you, Wayne. <laughs> Uncle Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Wolf. I've played underneath you. Latonga, let's go. Is that what you're thinking is going to happen? If it, that's as the, the cynic fallback. in you. Well, that's the, well, of course it's a fallback because potentially he's, he's a very – there's a very good rugby league player in there. Mm. There's an extremely good rugby league player in there. Penrith thought he was good enough to get him to mm. – for the stopgap and if he didn't get hurt, he would have played in the grand final. Yeah. Or he probably did. I think he hurt his knee uh, in the game against Melbourne mm. up at Suncorp and, and and Broncos wouldn't have saw value in him and the Bulldogs wouldn't have paid him. So there's a lot of clubs that see a lot of value. New South Wales saw value in him. For game one. And if it – and you know what, like, mate, like we can joke about it now, mm. but if Pangai has that moment when what he did for the Broncos against the Roosters and what he does, like when he can have a moment in 20 minutes, it's – it's like a bowling ball hitting you. Like there's people scattered everywhere <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. go, you know, what just hit us? So like he can turn a game on its ear. So of course there's that potential. So his value is still there. It's just how it uh, – I think so. And if he stays fit and he gets a bit more focus and he realises, hey, mm. rugby league is it, I do want to focus on that. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure in our game a club will throw him a There'll be line. someone out there. Your club manly is throwing a lot of people lifelines. <sighs> he might get one there. I've got, I've got Tony Mestroff's <laughs> number, actually. I'm going to give him a call and say, hey, mate. <laughs> Could have got hey, to the cap. Hey, mate, look <laughs> I'm at hopeless, that. but <laughs> – Hey, that leads us to our power ranking. So last week you did some of the game's best forwards. Yep. This week it's going to lend us in beautifully with Tavita. Top five fighters you played with and against, guys who could throw them. And – 
Like, I know you're a humble yeah. bloke, mate. So you, you'd be in this fight no, if someone else no, would no, do no, it. No, 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 no. Right. So let's start, right? So let's go. You go Les Davison. Yeah. I've, right? I've heard. So the I old played, South forward. I played, yeah. I played two games against him, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Brad McKay used to go down to Rock, uh, Rockdale Gym. Yeah. And there's a famous guy that fought out of there by the name of Costa Zoo. That's yeah. where he did all of his He went fighting. okay. Yeah, right. So, yep. so he used to go there. And little Brian Wilmot, he's a cut man. He's in all the, yep. like every main fight, he's a little cut man. He was one of the Bronco, uh, sorry, Dragons trainers. So Brad McKay could throw him. Mm. Right. So we're playing a game, Port McCrory, Les Davison hits him and it travels that far. Just that far. <laughs> Out. Wayne Collins, Snoopy Collins, Dragon, X-Raider, just goes to grab him before he could get to him. Hit him on a chip. So he's gone. Boom, boom, both out. So then we're playing a return game at Shark Park. See, Shark Park in the dark. No good. I said the Jason, Sharks by this stage. Jason yeah. Stephen goes, let's give it to him. Said, <laughs> I said, right? Oh, you've, yeah? Okay. So, well, because like to all of us. And then we, yeah, and I sort of watched, I heard another, Les's run through. Steve O's hit him and sort of knocked him on his bum. Les got up, hit him like that. <laughs> Steve O's fallen down. So, two games, three blokes I played with, knocked out. Steve O got knocked out of that car. His jaw was out here because he had a big fat head. Anyway. <laughs> Steve O's jaw was out here and he collapsed within himself and did his knee. Oh, no. Oh. God, he's unlucky. Remember in the grand final, no, he's th- Hey, mate, he's lucky Les didn't do more damage. <laughs> <laughs> he was lucky, not unlucky. He was so very just lucky. short ones as well from Oh, mate, Les. And then Blocker Roach took him on in the game. Yeah. yeah. And Blocker and he went toe to toe. Yeah. And Blocker got the better of him. So Steve Roach is in the five. So this is a no okay. order, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you got Ian Roberts, the yes. only footy player that I've ever seen on a field throw body shots. So was that on Gary Jack that day? No, no. Oh, Gary Jack, he got opened up like a can of worms. No, <laughs> yeah. mate. He mate. He played uh, a test in France, and the French were really dirty. Yeah, he's hit one, two, and he's then <laughs> over, and he's ripped this bloke to a body and dropped him. So I'm like, so that means that he know, mate. If you're a footy player and you're throwing body shots, yeah, right, you're better than anybody <laughs> else because it's just all da 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 in the head, right? So, so there's three. three. Yep. So mate, so there's three monsters. Yeah. And then there's a guy by the name of Solomon Hamona. Yes. Big soul, right? Yep. He had a fight in the ring. Whoever he hit pretty much went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Danny Staines was a guy that played in Queensland, had a great record, Cronulla. really tough, Cronulla, but he played for East a lot. He played for yep. Queensland. He was a tough dragon man. Danny Staines could fight a bit. So Danny Staines has hit soul with about three. Mm-hmm. Bang, 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 right on the button. Soul just stood there, looked at him. <laughs> And just hit him, <laughs> and then he collapsed within himself. <laughs> and then you saw Soul step into the ring, and you think, "Well, if he hits you, you like there's yeah. no." Co-. And then, and then the play against him, the power that he had running, yeah, yeah. you would hate to see. And his dad, yeah, fought Anthony Mundine's dad. So his uh, dad, so he comes yeah. from a pedigree of a fighter. Yeah, and you learn early with boxing, and he learns early. And his mm. dad is probably about six or so, well, he'd be older now. Mm. He used to still stand on doors, and I knew who he was. Yeah. And he looks like a really old quiet guy and he'd stand there like that yeah. and I'd walk in and I'd basically polish his shoes before I go because I know <laughs> if there's any trouble, I want you on my side. Mate, no matter how tough you think, yeah, there's always someone. And he'd be the little old guy on the front door <laughs> yeah, standing yeah. there just smiling, right? And number one uh, is Anthony Mundine. Yep. Simply because he won a world title. And then people go, oh, Chucky's small. When he played footy, he was 90 kilos. Mm. Jared McCracken, 
mm. was a big tough guy, mate. Jared had a few fights in the ring and he and he beat a lot of blokes up. He hit Kevy Walters one day. He backhanded Kevy. Kevy's mouth guard went into row six. <laughs> mate, he backhanded yeah. him. And I said, Kevy, give it to him. <laughs> Kevy walked over. He tiptoed over, picked up his mouth guard, put his tail between his legs and went. And then Chock fought Jared and Jared didn't get anywhere near him. So it's just the speed because it's a footy fight, so right? Quick. I'm not talking about boxing. I'm yeah. talking footy fight. Yeah. You're not going to get close to him. When Chock, like and he was early 90, 90s, early no, no, 90s to no, St. No, George. No, no, mate, but he's a 90 kilo bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and when you go, oh, yeah, so Les Davison probably played at 96 kilo mm. in the front row, back row. Chock would have been a 90 kilo. Then when he went boxing, he had to lose all of his weight. He got the, I think his first oh, fight was 70, yeah, 78, yeah. and then he fought at super middleweight at 76, and that's when he was knocking blokes out at 76. With with Chock, though, when he started at the Dragons, when he came through, yeah. Did you did you know? Obviously, his dad had yeah. a fair old reputation as a boxer. He, you knew straight away that he was a, a boxer in a footy player's body. Yeah, uh, no, I thought he was one of the most gifted footy players. Yeah, okay. like watching him, and then and then the more I got to talk to him, he never ever wanted to fight amateur, but he went over to New Mir or somewhere like that and just fought mm. professional. And yeah. then and then when he came to Brisbane, right, mm. we're sitting in the crowd, we're going to watch the fights. Mm. Someone pulled out. Oh, yeah. Chuck goes, I'll fight. <laughs> He's sitting in jeans. He goes, I'll fight. So Darren Obar, who ended up fighting, who was like fighting in Australian titles, and he goes, oh, mate, so he borrowed shorts and that. He fought this African champion yeah. and beat him. What, in a just Broncos preseason? I'm his, like, I'm his cut man. I'm his cut and his water man. <laughs> just keep on doing what you're doing. <laughs> just, yeah, mate, I don't know what you're doing, but I like it. I like it That's, a lot. Is this when he's playing for the Broncos? Playing for the Broncos. And you wish he was on TV. It's like Justice Kinesia or something like this. This African guy came out. Yeah. And Chock just in the ring. Tapped him up. Cold, no training, gloves on, shorts, ring, no mouth guard. Too good for him. Fair athlete. <laughs> yeah. And then played basketball. Yeah. And he could dunk and do it. And then, but if you ask Shock, he could do a lot. He even brought out a couple of albums, like with his rapping and that. But he's one of the most gifted athletes that I've ever seen. Yeah. Like just with natural talent. And probably doesn't get the credit for it because he said he was, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. People and that was all part of the just talking bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mate. And that's all part of the makeup. And that's, you know, and then that's where we talk about Jerome Lua now. Chuck played the villain. If you want to play that role, mm. you got to take everything that comes your way where Jerome's playing that role but doesn't like what comes his way. So you either play the Jake Travojevic, which he doesn't play. Yep. You go run on the sidelines and make cupcakes and do everything at, you <laughs> yeah. know, Mona Vale or wherever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mate, yeah. and you go and do all that and you're a Travojevic. Yeah. That just is the most loveliest family probably to be mm. involved in rugby league. Or you play the villain. Yeah. And whichever side you want to be on. Stick to it. Stick to it. Your tips for round 25, mate. Let's rip through them. Queensland Country uh, Bank Stadium first up uh, Thursday night. Cowboys, Sharks. Cowboys then to bounce back after last week. Yeah, I'm going to go. Look, I'm going to go Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. But I'm going to go Cowboys, yeah. Freshened up. Yeah, well, freshened up and they really and they needed to. They had a really big month. I think it was Penrith, Storm. Mm. There was a few of those, Parramatta um, and the like. And they and the wheels started to wobble a little bit. I think they just needed to freshen up before the finals. Daniel Anderson Stadium in Auckland been renamed for this one. The Warriors and my mob Manly. I can't justify tipping Manly in this one. No, I dare I say can't. you're the same well, as well. Well, I can't with their season gone. Nah. Now, so and trying to bring back the old 
Just <laughs> is in the forwards. Mate, try to bring back the old kicking jewel. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. outstanding, <laughs> isn't it? Didn't it's quite out- work, so, did it? So, like, I want Aaron Woods, mate. I want Big Sharon to run out <laughs> in one of Crushes. <laughs> mate, like, I'm one of Crushes long sleeve jerseys. <laughs> this week. Like, mate, wouldn't it be good? Mate, wouldn't it be good just <laughs> one? Well, no, because he's got the beard. He's a big, he's big, he's got the beard. You know, he looks like Brutus out of Popeye, but just put on the long sleever. <laughs> How good would that be? Uh, Warrior's going good, though. So, yeah, Schuster mate, in just, the forwards. Sold out. That's interesting. Sold out already. But they all are. Sold out. So, uh, Obviously, uh, the out. mad butcher, uh, Peter, just said, no one asked me for tickets because I can't get them. So that's that's so good for our game. Oh, yeah. Mate, don't forget they didn't play there for a couple of years through COVID. So massive. Combank Stadium Friday night. Para, no Mitch Moses. Roosters, are they coming good? They're making a late charge. Roosters? Both teams last chance. Yeah. But you've got to go Roosters just on the last couple of weeks. Same ground the next day, Saturday Arvo, Tigers, Dolphins. <sighs> Tough one, huh? I'm going to go Dolphins because Dolphins will give you nothing. No, no, actually, I'm going to change that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Tigers. Happy Coruscant. Okay. No, because there's so many out. There's, mate, there's too many out for the Dolphins. Yep. Right? Because yep. in Brisbane, I'd be there and I'd be reading mm. it all, but I haven't, but I just forgot that. They've got too many out, the Dolphins. Saturday, 5.30, Seabus Super Stadium, uh, Gold Coast, Penrith. Okay. Tricky little one here for Penrith. I go, and listen, come on, man. I'm a t- my wife's on the board of the Titans. Mm. I've been an ambassador for eight years. I'd never tip against them. Penrith. <laughs> Titans. Titans. Big news. Tino. Yeah. Signing. Playing against the best team in the comp. Yeah. He's going to buy them all new cars and everything. Mate, Tino is. Yeah. Well, on that much money. <laughs> no, look, um, yeah, it's a tough uh, It's a tough one, but you know what? Go out with a bang, right? You, mm. Mate, there's a couple of weeks. Like, if they're going to win the comp, which mm. they're likely to do, why don't you just have a real crack at them mm. and see where you end up? Manly tried of, it in a different way by throwing it around. So yeah. it's interesting to see well, what mate, the Titans come up with. Yeah, yeah. just try with What do you got to lose? Uh, Saturday just night. two points. Wind Stadium. Yeah, exactly. Not going to get him anyway, probably. Uh, Dragon Storm. Wind Stadium. Oh, Storm. Go on. So, so, storm. And just on the Storm, right? Every time you ride them off and you think, they're gone. Yeah. Like yeah. you think, oh, mate, finally. Yeah. Finally, their run's over. They are the best organization in this country that I know because yeah. I've watched them. They rip off a Band-Aid and fix it. Yeah. As quick as anybody, people go, oh, you know, mate, we're trying to get in. There's nothing. Yeah. They're hopeless one week, and then the next week they're just like, they're just back on. Mm. It yeah, was the, a bit the, like my golf game. The Barocca boys, they just bounce back straight away. Oh, Take I like that. Hey, uh, Newcastle Bunnies on Sunday over. What a McDonald's. clash. Yeah. What a clash. So on the M's, we're doing a road trip. Hey, yeah, we're you doing a road. going there. Yeah, yeah mate, we're doing a road. Well, normally I don't get off my couch on Sundays. No, yeah, I sit there fair and enough too. And do the show from man. home. Yeah. But uh, flying into Newcastle and we're Vanga boying it back. You know, Vanga bus. The Vanga the bus. Cuspus. There you go. The that night. There you go. So back. So, mate, that's a salad. Do you know what? How good is that for Newcastle? What is it? Seven in a row. Hmm. Uh, looks like Hastings is going to play. Hmm. And South need to pull the finger out of you know what. Big style, big style. So, and but what a place to do it, right? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm Demetrio, I just say this is a semi final, and I'm going there on Friday. Yep. And we're just going to ambush. But let them know. Yeah. I would love Latrell or Cody to say we're coming. Yeah. Hey Ponga, I'm number one. Mm. Wouldn't it be good just say and put pressure on yourself, and you got to perform and. See where they go because that history in our game that you can't win out of the top four. Yeah. But I think this year there can be because okay. of the sides that are going to be in the top four. Yeah, and the brilliance that they potentially got. Sunday, the last game of the round at GIO Stadium, Canberra Dogs. Surely only one way here. Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Bounce back. Ricky won't let them dish up. Especially after the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine asking him another question. 
Hey, Ricky, mate, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Gordy, that's us. Good to catch up, mate. mate. It's my favourite. No, that's my favourite show of the year. Oh, how good. Since well, last it's week. just good to work with someone on TV with talent. <laughs> TV with talent. I'll see you on TV. That's what he talked yeah. for Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>